Beloved Church of God, beginning our service before the Lord, let us stand and affirm the promise that relates to the door of our hope. Let the resurrection of Christ reign in our bodies. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are grateful to your holy name for this once again privilege to be in this place that your hand has outlined for the worship of your holy name. And so allow your inheritance in the name of the blood of the covenant to be lifted to heights higher than us and to break all burden and sin that binds us. In the name of Jesus Christ, may this place be cursed as before all the works of devil, illnesses, poverty, premature death, demonic dependencies, all forms of fears, phobia, depression, destruction, stagnancy, ignorance, all of this let it depart from the tents of your holy people. And stand, Lord, on the place of your rest, you and the ark of your greatness. And may your saints be clothed in your salvation, and may they rejoice before your countenance. Give us more from your Spirit, fill us with your Holy Spirit, and allow us to find your holy countenance. We thank you that this service is presented in your divine arms, and we ask you to continue to guide it with your high and uplifted hand. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. You may be seated. The Book of Apostle Paul, Ephesians four twenty two through twenty four that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the to the deceitful lusts, and be may be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new self which is created according to God into righteousness and holiness. <clears throat> the sermon is called, as we know and have heard many times, this is the right to the power to put off our former way of life so that we can be clothed or clothe our body into a new way of life. And as we know, the right to that power, this is the legitimate right that the saints receive <clears throat> that are, are in, in a living church of Christ that are a member of this body who have accepted the order within the church have accepted uh, the delegated person of God called an apostle because an apostle is one who is sent by God and of course those who surround him the command that waters and <clears throat> then also honoring the members of the body themselves. There are also other churches and other countries and other regions that are attentive to this sermon, to these sermons, and the events that we see taking, taking place. We hear in the, say, last couple of years, especially when the pandemic began, that this event that pretty much overtook the world and also wars and they're becoming more active in many different countries and these even events within our church them it, itself this makes this emboldens us and this encourages us to focus on the word even more and the subjects that we in the previous Tuesday began to uh, study the characteristics of a warrior in prayer, what a warrior in prayer needs to be, and what kind of character he is to have. 
first we are called warriors in prayer, we meditate, and the process begins, and we become these warriors in prayer, and those people that want salvation, they look at this truth and they also begin to apply it in their life, in themselves. Right now, I will take a couple of minutes. <clears throat> I will just remind us of what, of what we heard from the, in the previous sermon, and we will continue on to where we left off to fulfill this required commandment written in the book of Apostle Paul, presented to us in the series of sermons of Apostle Arkady. We see three destiny commanding and fun destiny impacting commanding and fundamental acts that we must do put off be renewed and put on and as we know and have heard many times specifically fulfilling these three destiny impacting commanding and fundamental acts <clears throat> will determine whether we transform ourselves into vessels of mercy or vessels of wrath or more specifically will our salvation happened that is given to us in the format of a seed identifying the guarantee or deposit of our justification in the given to us salvation which is in these three we need to uh, turn them to profit in the death of our Lord Jesus Christ the seed as we know so that we can receive righteousness as our own possession some so that we can bear fruits of the spirit that the Heavenly Father is waiting for. And otherwise, we will, if we don't do these things, we will then lose our justification given to us in the format of a seed forever because we <clears throat> have not heard the many, many times that the Apostle says uh, we, that we received the salvation as a seed but we have this hope because we hear these words and and even people that maybe at times uh, even listen or turn on the TV to hear you need time so that you can hear this they be repeated many many times uh, so that it pass on f uh, uh, from the mind into us and looking at those that may have already been here a long time and those who have been here maybe a long time uh, we, people uh, maybe that are, are newer or uh, or if someone didn't uh, come or arrive to one of the services one of the days um, we all grow together in a specific format, we already looked at the first two questions and have been studying the third question, what conditions we need to fulfill so that by the means of an already renewed mind, this is the third question, uh, that we put off the old man, renew our mind, the process as we know, to put off is to put off this uh, sinful life in the flesh our genetical code and we continue to renew ourselves and this is a process which is uh, a bond of of uh, of a group of different acts 
this, they're together mutually and working together you do them so you can achieve a result and these acts are uh, pretty much uh, they are limited within a time frame that God has given to each one of us and so there are many different uh, conditions but the Lord little by little begins to reveal to us uh, by the means of our renewed mind how do we begin the process of clothing ourselves into the power of our new person created in accordance to God in Christ Jesus in righteousness and holy truth first we are born from God we repeat these truth this truth yes we are born from God we love the Lord inside we have this uh, draw to God this attraction need for God and relevant to clothing ourselves into the new person we've concluded that we need God's help in the form of his mercy without God's mercy we cannot practically do anything and the Lord wants for us to know this and to understand his mercy that it is given to each one because God's mercy is the mighty and unique power of God identifying the essence of God as well as the inheritance that is prepared for man who is born from the seed of the word of truth and as we've noted the means for receiving any kind of help from God which is the inheritance of God's mercy is the armor of prayer or worshiping in spirit and in truth and those who are growing in spirit they become warriors in prayer and such a prayer is not just the means of your fellowship or communication with God but also a a legitimate and sacral right that man gives God so that he, he can intervene the heavens may intervene in on the earth and this right we give to God according to hit to his uh, implemented conditions in Proverbs 2 or chapter 2 verse 1 through 5 here it explains uh, some of these steps this is the necessity to know your father if we don't know our father whom the word that the word uh, of the father who gives us this word of truth if we don't know who he is nothing will practically happen the new person who is born he will live live and he will die and so you need to know your own father we examine ourselves we know I know you know otherwise we would not be here but those who come and listen to this either uh, uh, through the television or in person the Holy Spirit helps uh, the Holy Spirit helps a person listen attentively to understand what it what these words mean the truth means and when and we have learned not to condemn other people because a person who comes to church let him come let him attend let him listen and we allow the Holy Spirit to work with the person during my day the time uh, being in the church uh, years and years uh, and being responsible for the church I am in um, we uh, do 
uh, we put forth effort, we try very hard to, do, to, to behave this way within the church. The next requirement is to receive the words of your father. You need to incline your, uh, your heart and meditate about the words of your father to call and desire uh, the revelations of the Father and to uh, pay attention to the mind of the Father. The Father always has a renewed mind. Uh, Why? Because God prepares this Father beforehand and then He calls them to service. And as we begin to hear, uh, we renew, uh, He has a renewed mind and we begin to renew our mind as well. And as we heard in every one of these steps, we see uh, this is, these are all presented in the teaching of the Father. The teaching as in the form of correction and not just in these six steps that we listed. Every sermon, every uh, sermon, there's uh, always a, an element of correction that's uh, present because sometimes we communicate with someone and then when we separate, you look at yourself and you realize, maybe I need to fix this in myself. This first happens, of course, in sermons, when you're in the church and the sermon is going and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And there were many places of Scripture about correction, always this correction. This is one condition, but it's very important until... Uh, we we can grow to a specific point, but if we start turning away from correction, we won't continue in that process or complete it. And we as kings, priests, and prophets need this. David said, let the righteous uh, correct me. This will be a great oil for my head. I'm not going to repeat all of the places but that I read last time. He who keeps instruction is in the way of life, but he who refuses correction goes astray. He begins to lose his way. In other words, Proverbs 10, 17. And so sometimes a a time comes when a, a person was in error, was in his ways, was in the world, and then finally came and began to agree and accept the corrections that he began to hear. In another place it says in Revelations 3.19 it says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, therefore my, be zealous and repent. We also see in the book of Apostle Peter, Apostle Peter uh, talked about uh, us repeating the, the word continuously, repeat uh, what, we, what we learn, what we hear, And he was saying that for as much as so to make our call and election sure, 
he was uh, mentioning this in his place of scripture in Second uh, Peter 1, 10 and 11. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into an everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To be more diligent to make our call and election sure. And Apostle Peter And Apostle Peter speaks in another place also that uh, coming and always uh, reminding ourselves of, of the word that we hear, the living church, they understand this place of scriptures that Peter uh, writes. Uh, and, and we know this place is also where it talks about keeping our mind, uh, renewing these things in our mind, the truth. And the next thing we looked at were the characteristics and qualities of a warrior in prayer. There are ten of them, and I will name all of them. I'll list them. Apostle Arkady, when he was listing the ten characteristics of a warrior in prayer, but he also uh, talked about the antonyms of the qualities of a warrior in prayer. And the reason the antonyms were brought forth was because it helps us understand uh, the clarity or uh, of what the true qualities of a warrior in prayer is. Continuation and diligence in prayer. Uh, they are uh, being uh, continual in prayer. Continual meaning uh, persistent. Being persistent uh, in prayer means you're continual in prayer. And the antonym of that is not being faithful and not being continual. And this is the quality of the old person. Any old person, uh, any person knows that the old person, these are his qualities. And so, not being continu not continue being continual, not being faithful, not being diligent. The old man who needs to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ. And we need to bind him and then pay attention to the new person with these new qualities. Being diligent, the antonym is, is resistance. And so some people say, uh, and so being diligent, the antonym of those things is laziness. And laziness, when it's in the church, when there's a, uh, when a person's in the church and he comes to the church, uh, and there's a teaching and he's listening, that's when you'll, you'll be able to determine or they'll be able to determine they're if they're lazy or whether they're willing to pay the price and put forth the effort to uh, work on those things. And you begin to, you may identify it within yourself, but you make the decision that that quality is not yours and you not give it place. Boldness, uh, the antonym is audacity, God's faith, is, and then there's unbelief, which is the opposite of that. Thanksgiving and prayer is the other one. And the antonym of that is not being thankful. Joy, and the opposite is sorrow. 
there's the fear of the Lord, and then there's also the fear of man. The antonym is the fear of man. And we have heard how we need the fear of the Lord. The Lord is a consuming fire, and fear is also the, the beginning of wisdom. Yes, we need to have fear because sinning, we need to have this fear that if we don't repent, it's a positive fear. The antonym is the fear of man, the old man, or the quality of the old man. And also, prayer in the Holy Spirit, in praying in tongues, and the antonym uh, is the spirit of man that is not cleansed. His conscience is not cleansed from dead works, uh, who then together with the unclean spirit uh, and is with the fallen uh, fallen cherubim, all these qualities, these are linked. And so again, one who has not cleansed his conscience from dead works, his spirit is then more in the likeness of the unclean spirit, a conscience that is not cleansed from dead works, and one that's not cleansed from dead works, it has the qualities of the fallen cherubim uh, that resists the holy uh, spirit and God's programmable system uh, and a person who has this uh, then qualities of this unclean spirit uh, becomes then the carrier of the programmable system from the devil. We stop to look at the place where, where we talk about being even more diligent to make your call and election sure. Uh, and we were talking about the qualities of a warrior in prayer and the name of Naphtali as an inheritance, the name uh, Apostle Peter uh, wrote in Second Peter 1, 10, 11, Therefore, brethren, be, more, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble, for so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into an everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To see this abun- uh, this supplied uh, entry into the everlasting kingdom, and to make our call and election sure as warriors in prayer, it is necessary for us to first know that man that does not possess the virtue of a, of a warrior in prayer is no longer a house of God according to Scripture, and consequently such. Uh, God abandoned such a house since God can only abide or find rest in a house that is his own, Bethel, a house of God, and his house is called a house of prayer. I will bring forth a place of scripture, Isaiah 56, 7, even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. When we die for our nation, the house of our Father, and for our destructive, our corrupt desires, our life in the flesh, we begin to notice that we begin to love all nations. It doesn't matter what nation they're from, uh, it's not important. A Ukrainian person, whatever person it is, uh, we, in the love of God, agape, we uh, 
rise above this and begin to love the individual, the person themselves. Uh, we know and heard that the Lord foreknew and predestined people, a messenger of God, an apostle, he speaks from this place and will continue to speak that there are people in this world that God predestined and foreknew. Right now, a strong church, a mighty church is being formed, and in it will be warriors in prayer. And people will be connected to that also who are part of that. And then nothing will be able to happen to the church. Even now, uh, nothing can happen. There are very powerful places of scripture. For example, when Jesus was leaving, he said, all power has been given to me on heaven and on earth. But pay attention, when Jesus was leaving, he said, everything that is said about me, written in the in the laws, prophet, and psalms, and in this day before his leaving, he said, all power has been given to me, authority on heaven, in heaven and on earth. And so everything that happens on earth, Jesus is the head of the church. And we need to know this very, very well, that everything that happens, any war, any situation, circumstance, with every one of us, Jesus said, I have power on earth, I have authority. And this, of course, all works through his uh, fivefold service, and he controls it, what's on earth. And whatever happens, we know that our Father, Jesus Christ and also our Apostle himself uh, they know the situation sometimes the Lord allows circumstances to happen and we need to overcome them we need to wait out the period we need to stay in the perseverance of Christ the perseverance of man it it has popped we could say you, you will hear these things my patience is done uh, and now the patience of Christ can actually begin working. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, mercy, of, of such there is no law. And so, <clears throat> long-suffering is a fruit of the Spirit. And how long should I need to persevere, you may ask, however much God requires. As Jesus said, I have dominion in heaven and on earth, authority. And he, in our trials, he says, through Apostle Paul, and so trials have come upon you, and in these trials, God will not allow uh, you to be uh, tested above uh, what is necessary. And that reason is so that we may overcome, so we may, uh, so we, in the original it says, so you could see the door from this situation into the next. And so all you could say is yes and amen on these things. <clears throat> and so we make our call and election sure. And Isaiah says, that I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. 
For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, Isaiah 56, 7. Specifically, the virtue or rank of a warrior in prayer received by us upon God's conditions makes us a house of prayer, according to the words of Scripture, a prayer that is not made upon God's conditions, that is not made upon God's conditions, transforms our house from a house of prayer into a den of robbers. Transforms is also a word, forms, uh, or transforms, we... uh, little by little are converted, changed into a den of robbers. And the Lord himself, Mark eleven fifteen through 18, a, an amazing place of scripture, beautiful place. So they came to Jerusalem, Jesus and his disciples, they came to Jerusalem. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. Imagine our Lord, imagine this kind of love, agape. And these money changers, it was like a bazaar. And the Holy Spirit uh, noted here the those who sold doves and the dove is a symbol of the Holy Spirit and there was a selling going on and so these are people who uh, bargain and and so God is a helper in time of need but a person is bargaining still not making a decision and Of course, there's time God gives to every person to make the right choices or decisions, but symbolically here, this place of scripture, even from my very first years of repentance, it was especially, um, I noticed it very, very, very clearly, this very story, and how amazingly the Lord acted in this place. Uh, Because you hear people say, yes, the Lord loves, love is great, um, and people, some people dance in their love or whatever they do, but here's a true uh, warrior in prayer, and he would not allow anyone to carry wares through the temple. Then he taught, saying to them, first he showed that this is not to be done this way, this is the house of my father, and then he began to teach them. It is not, is it not written, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of thieves. Mark eleven fifteen through 17 and 18. And the scribes and chief priests heard it and saw how they might destroy him, for they feared him because all the people were astonished at his teachings. A prayer of a warrior in prayer is the only means giving us the ability to cooperate with God or to seek God to communicate with God and to know God in His Word and by His Word. First, according to Scripture, to be a warrior in prayer is a legitimate and privileged inheritance of saints of all times. Apostle Arkady writes this. Second, it is their first most purpose demonstrated in their calling to trample upon wickedness and the wicked in their prayer battle. This is one of the greatest positions given by God to man, where a man becomes a king and a priest to God and is perceived by God as a diamond with the name of Naphtali. 
which means wrestler, as a warrior in prayer. <clears throat> which is why the prayer of a warrior in prayer is a sacral or holy mystery which has an unearthly origin, therefore it is impossible to be understood by regular human intellectual abilities. <clears throat> of course, people who come to God or just come to God, just repent, for a certain amount of time they won't understand these things because the intellect is not yet renewed, the mind is not renewed. But I think they they experience, as we did, that there's something here and we know it's true. And this is the inner essence of the new person who is born from God. The old man uh, has has actually rose up, but the new person uh, is prompting you to want to keep hearing the truth. And this is one person who is not hasty to make conclusions of his own. Recently, a person had come to to the church, and as I said, there are so, uh, there are still others whom the Lord has uh, foreknown and predestined, and whom He has uh, foreknown and predestined. He called, and those He called, He justified, and those He justified, He uh, exalted up. And so if he did not spare his own even son uh, as a love for us, we know the devil and his command, and we're, uh, we're not affected by this. Those that are, we, st- we will assist and help them, but And so we have learned from our apostle that we are in the service of justification. And for many years I've been learning, as you all also. But as soon as there's some sort of condemnation uh, against a member of the church, I immediately uh, rise up and I do everything possible to uh, deter from this, to, to move away from this. We are to step on all powers of darkness if a person recently comes to church, there's just a work that needs to happen. Um, and when a person comes, he is preserved if he continues in it uh, and starts making the right decisions and the right choices. And of course, there are some who don't and do leave. But And we even had people uh, here and also in our place, also in Germany, also this has happened. Um, and they are the ones upon slippery slopes. It's a decision that they themselves made. Uh, They had the right to choose. And the Lord will show that the church actually stood by their side and was on their side. Uh, Jesus said, there's no greater love than one who will give his uh, life for his friends. We give our life for our brothers. For we, that means that we uh, intercess for them, and the Lord will show these people who left 
um, that the church was uh, on the, in their corner, was with them, in support of them. And the Lord knows because he heard those prayers of the people and this person who leaves could have made the right choices and didn't. Of all existing forms of service, prayer is one of the most laborious forms of service, which is most which in most situations is avoided by the majority of Christians, avoided, neglected, and rejected. Apostle Kadi wrote this, and this is according to Scripture. He receives a revelation, and he day and night works to, uh, to find all of the support for this truth that's in Scripture, and prepares all of this, and uh, comes and tells us these things. And when we... Uh, we then go through this again in repetition, mainly on Tuesdays. We go through, we repeat these sermons um, as refreshing or refresher for us. And for the most part, I want to note, people avoid, neglect, and reject these three. First, they avoid it because prayer is one of the most laborious forms of service it's difficult if anyone who abides in prayer who knows uh, it's not simple you need a lot of discipline and there are also those Christians the Lord knows who avoid the first then they neglect and then they reject it and when they reject it then it, then what happened what we talked about a little bit earlier then i think is what happens this charge i commit to you son timothy <clears throat> the apostle calls his timothy his son um when paul left uh apostle paul calls him a son and from an apostle comes another apostle in, spirit, in a spiritual sense. And as many Christians say, uh, no, the apostles were only back then. No, they're today too, but many don't see them. And as uh, it has been said from this place, we are joyful people. We are happy people because we know the voice of our apostle and we know the revelations that have come and will continue to come. As it was said by our pastor Daniel, specifically how he formed it uh, in the few minutes, what has happened and what will happen, and that the Apostle still has many revelations for the future because the Lord lives and the enemy will not be able to overcome, not the Apostle, not us. Jesus Christ has authority both in heaven and on earth and nothing can happen without his to that approval. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. And in another place, Apostle Paul writes that uh, by being delegated by me, you being a good warrior, our prayer as a warrior in prayer identified 
in the virtue of a diamond needs to be diligent and continual. Continuation in prayer is also persistence. The way a warrior prayer, a warrior in prayer will be in his inner essence is the quality is how the quality of his prayer will also be. The inner essence is is what will determine uh, the quality of his prayer. And as we've noted uh, last time, what is righteousness? This is truth in action. Truth is the word of God. We accept it in the form of a seed. It's in our heart. And we allow the waters to water it. And we ourselves uh, do what we need to, to to do the work. And when it begins to grow, we begin to confess it as justification. The truth is the Father. Righteousness, the Son. Right, right, uh, righteousness, truth, and action. And so being continual in prayer is being persistent in prayer. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, Genesis 1, 1 through 3. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Here, the Apostle shows that we, as the Holy Spirit, we uh, are in always a state of waiting uh, to hear what the Lord will say. In this book of Genesis, we see here the Spirit hovered over the waters. Hovering means he carried in himself the thoughts of God. And when we understand this, we as warriors in prayer, they are in us and they are maturing within us. We water them. He was the carrier of the interests and desires of God. The Holy Spirit glided over the thoughts of God, moved at the speed of lightning, focused on God's thoughts. He demonstrated that readiness to fulfill the thoughts of God. He trembled and shook over the thoughts of God. He ruled within himself over these thoughts of God, warmed and activated the thoughts of God so that they begin working. He caressed or hugged the thoughts of God. He circled around and abided within these thoughts of God. The Son of God, taking on the form of man, needed to discipline within himself the quality and elements with which he possessed before his incarnation. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, on earth, he needed time to develop, to discipline these qualities in himself, which he did possess in heaven before his embodiment. And he, becoming humble, being in the likeness of man, he had to, uh, he had to form these, develop these in himself. And he gave us examples so that we can walk in his footsteps an example in all things. Coming out, he went, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed and his disciples also following him. When he came to the place, he said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. 
and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed. Luke 22, 39-41. The most difficult time, difficult hour, difficult minute, the Lord was praying, and he told the disciples, so they not uh, enter into temptation. So when we're in prayer, temptations may come, and even falling, but thank God, we have Jesus as a as one who will defend us, who's our intercessor. The righteous doesn't want to fall. Apostle Arkady had corrected me at one point. He said, don't be afraid. Every time when we make a mistake and we don't want it, we actually grow. When the righteous falls seven times, he rises again. He will not have the shame to repent and rise again. And so shame is a quality of the old person. And we need to know and continue to bind him, bind him in the name of Jesus. And I remember uh, yesterday we were uh, communicating with the saints in the park and having good fellowship uh, with, with the saints and just about regular everyday life things and then we bring forth the word and and the sermons and what what is understood and what is maybe not so clear and a brother had mentioned that when pastor was mentioning that these negative thoughts don't hover uh, in my mind anymore and And he said, you won't have that either, but you need to do the following. You need to reject these thoughts and confess this offering of thanksgiving. Proclaim the not existent as existent. Thank you, Lord, that you have delivered me from this thought and similar thoughts. You have delivered me. Glory to you. And the devil will, as we were speaking at the Cheka. And we were also having fellowship, and then the devil will will not will stop sending them because every time I send these thoughts, he begins to bind them and thanks God that God delivered him. And the time will come and it will stop entirely. Glory to God. Being accustomed to or having regularity in prayer is practicing a habit which is formed from continual practice when a person disciplines himself, always doing something, doing it at the same time every time. Being accustomed or having regularity in prayer is actually the way to form a custom to pray, which becomes the which became the character quality of the Son of God himself as a warrior in prayer. He gave us the example. He is the general... And we are his command. We are his soldiers. We have this example that we can imitate. Only prayer of a warrior in prayer is the right which man gives God to fulfill the desires of God. Only when prayer becomes a habit or a regular thing for you, it then becomes something you desire and it corresponds to the requirements of a continual form of prayer. Colossians 4.2, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. And any form or type of prayer that is brought forth 
or presented without the element of continuation does not prompt God's favor, but satisfies only our religious uh, needs. Continual prayer is continually supporting God's fire within our spirit or continually having a relationship with the Holy Spirit and it is never interrupted by sin. I remember when I heard this for the first time when it's not interrupted by sin. because uh, when I used to pray, I used to have these uh, uh, things going on. It feels like there are interruptions, but uh, when when we learned these things, I began to understand how to push them away and uh, eliminate, remove these interruptions so that they are not there. And so it's very important. Continual prayer is a continual support of God's fire in us, in our spirit, and continual relationship with the Holy Spirit that is not interrupted by sin. And so the Lord, at the time of night, puts revelations into the spirit because of our hunger. And when we come to this place, the apostle speaks a, a truth, a new tr- form of truth, and we began to understand it. Why? Because it was put there. The new person, he hungers for the truth, and we sense this hunger, and the Lord sees that I have this desire, I have this hunger for new revelations, and because of our hunger, he begins to give it to us, and the sermon comes from here, and we begin to understand and are content. To be continual in prayer is to be placed by God, to remain in your place, to uh, put boundaries for yourself, uh, to keep these boundaries and don't allow the enemy to enter in through these boundaries, to not go out of those boundaries or out of the realms of your responsibility, not bend away from the goal, be vigilant uh, in thanksgiving, to restore what has been broken or a broken foundation. Continual is not interrupted, not stopping and faithful. Continual is eternal, not changing in your habits and your uh, whatever you are connected to. Now I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges and makes war, Revelations 19.11. In Hebrew, faith, the faithfulness of God is Yahweh, uh, Yahweh Elohim, and these together means strong, one who continues to be faithful and true now and forever, and to obtain or to practice uh, practice your uh, the faith of your heart, it is necessary to continually pray, the necessity to continually pray. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The second condition, identifying continuation in prayer after hearing the word of God, is studying and meditating 
what we have heard about God and about His goals. Hearing the Word of God, submerging, studying, and do the work, practice it, also the Word. And there's always a process. Pastor told me, don't require from others what you are doing because not all can do the same. You need to be careful. And in these last days, I began to understand this more and more. And I even... I need to uh, require myself to study uh, more deeply uh, the the word, the sermons, having these... uh, these words and uh, go through them uh, slowly and attentively and apply them to myself to practice them and I noticed that things are even clearer for me meditating about what we hear Isaiah 45 23 I have sworn by myself the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that to me every knee shall bow every tongue shall take an oath gone out of my mouth righteousness he says the word has gone out of my mouth and that means the mouth of his messengers his prophets his righteousness comes because the truth has been put in the heart and he gives them interpretation and the word has gone out of my mouth or the mouth of my messengers in righteousness and it shall not return faith or being uh, continual uh, comes about because of practicing third condition in obtaining continuation in prayer is our acknowledging over ourselves a person who represents the authority of God from whom we hear the words of God. We heard this before. And so by choosing people that uh, pass on or somehow give his unchanging words to us or the faith of his words is not something God does because it does not correspond to his will. It's not God's character. in hope of eternal life which God this is Titus 1 2 3 in hope of eternal life which God who cannot lie promised before time began but has in due time manifested his word through preaching which was committed to me according to the commandment of God our Savior this truth is confirmed which we had just spoke about and to have within our prayer the element of continuation faithfulness to God and his word it is necessary for us to accept the person whom God has entrusted with his sermons fourth condition in obtaining continuation in prayer is the requirement to abide not only in the teaching of the apostles but also in fellowship with one another in breaking of the bread and in prayers Four important steps here. 
Acts 2.41-42, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them, and they continued steadfastly in the Apostles' doctrine, in the teaching, but where does it say here, teaching of Jesus Christ? Yes, in the Apostles' doctrine. The Apostles' doctrine is founded upon the teaching of, of Jesus Christ, the elementary teaching of Jesus Christ, and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. And so they, these disciples, they continued in, steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine and fellowship in breaking of bread, the Lord requires the communion and in prayer. And these prayers are then heard by God. Why? Because we have all full four of these components. We fulfill all of these things and we then are, are in good standing before the Lord. And so being diligent in prayer is the great hunger to find the Lord, to know the Lord deeper and deeper. Second Chronicles 15.15 And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul. And he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. And so we already turn to the second quality. There's continuation and there's diligence. And so this diligence is the inner great desire of the new person. He has this desire. All who have a new person born in them, this great hunger and desire to, know, to find God and know God. And most of us are familiar with this. And so it says, uh, with all their soul, and he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. The covenant of peace, or covenant of rest, covenant of peace. Uh, this is being in the perfect will. This is a baptism of fire. We are born to the throne and are in the perfect will. Because we are in the covenant of, of peace. On that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the, the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those who believe in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. And this is in John 7, 37 through 39. As soon as prayer loses its quality, 
Вячеслав еще находился в том, перед этим был отрезок. Еще раз, как только молитва утрачивает элементы всех дел, которым человек... As soon as a prayer loses the quality of diligence where a person uh, seeks the Lord, the Holy Spirit, uh, leaves this person, and this person no longer has the uh, then the quality of a warrior in prayer any longer. And so the word diligence, when it comes to prayer, has these meanings. Favor, uh, your fa having favor in yourself for fulfilling God's will, uh, uh, a type of uh, gratitude or or goodness within you for uh, and a desire then to fulfill God's will. Uh, and a, a draw to or attraction to fulfilling God's will, uh, a desire to do good that comes from the goodwill, uh, a wise and willful dependence upon uh, God's will or fulfilling of God's will. And so diligence and prayer, uh, according to the Lord, In what situations or what components in Scripture do we see a uh, this diligence uh, uh, of a person in his prayers? And so a person, when he has this inner desire, the Lord sees this inner desire, uh, and the Lord is a helper uh, in time when we have this need for Him. We need to meditate and make the right decision according to Scripture. How do we make the right decision according to Scripture? The Lord says, I, I come in the form of a helper or an angel, as in the, in the case of Jesus Christ when He was praying in uh, the Gethsemane uh, hill uh, the Lord sent his angel to help and support him before he was supposed to go on the Golgotha cross he said my, not my will but your will be and as soon as he said these words the angel appeared he gave us again this example when you or I are in a very difficult situation uh, and they have come and they will come that doesn't mean we will not overcome them but as soon as we make the decision to, uh, to do according to his will the Lord sends his help and he knows how uh, to do this uh, either someone will pray for you or someone will come to encourage you it, it could be in different ways and we will overcome the situation uh, the trials that we may be experiencing the Lord the Lord will not allow you to be tested uh, in uh, in a way that you will not be able to bear Ezekiel 
Now, when the prince makes a voluntary burnt offering or voluntary peace offering to the Lord, the gate that faces toward the east shall then be opened for him, and he shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings as he did on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go out, and after he goes out, the gate shall be shut. Exodus 33:13:17. Now, therefore, Moses... Moses is praying these words. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, sh show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. <clears throat> the Lord saw this diligence in him. He saw this love that Moses had for him, and the Lord uh, said, I know you by name. Second, a diligent prayer is a diligent obedience to the voice of God, that is, his messengers, where a, a person binds himself to the Holy Spirit or makes himself dependent voluntarily upon the Holy Spirit. Zechariah 6.15 Even those from afar shall come and build the temple of the Lord, then you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you, and this shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. The condition, if we, with diligence, listen to the voice of the Lord, then the Lord will take care of us. Jeremiah 27, O Lord, you in, induced me, and I was persuaded. You are stronger than I, and I have prevailed. I am in derision daily. Everyone mocks me. And so he says, you induced me and I was persuaded. And so when in certain situations, when we're being mocked, we won't be affected by this because we are attracted uh, to the Lord. Uh, we are, are attracted or drawn to... Uh, to the Lord. This is the great desire. This is a, a yearning, a suffering for, uh, and a desire sometimes almost a deadly type of a fatal uh, desire uh, for the Lord. Um, a great yearning for the Lord, a great passion for the Lord, a thirst uh, fire uh, as a flame that burns and passion uh, for fulfilling the, the, the goal of the Lord. Jeremiah 27, again, O Lord, you induced me and I was persuaded. You are stronger than I and I have prevailed. No one will be able to be induced, as it says here, in, the, in a new form of life without his own will and without using all of his effort and his strength to do so. This is talking about a mutual attraction one to the other. Uh, there's, there's a like-mindedness uh, like here or a mutual desire for one the other. And so God, in his situation, 
has loved us before uh, we did and had began to seek us and seek for seek uh, search for our attention. I'm testifying that I uh, that I had this also uh, the Almighty God, the all-knowing God before I repented, there was a moment when because the Lord foreknew and predestined, he would send uh, signs or signals. Uh, so we so we pay attention to them. Uh, it could be a feeling, could be different things, and he knows how to draw you in uh, to the place, so that uh, because you are now ready for repentance, he brings you there, and you're born again, and. I think every person who is born from God, they know uh, when they w- that they had this moment. I clearly know the month, the year, the day in which that happened with me, and I have all this in my heart. These dates, uh, they they are there permanently within me, and I, I trust all of us have the uh, particular dates that are always. Uh, permanently within our heart that we'll never forget Hosea 11:4 I I drew them with gentle cords with bands of love and I was to them as those who take the yoke from their neck and stooped and fed them It's, as we see here, the Lord foreknew us, and he gently begins to draw us, with, as in gentle cords, it says here. Uh, so we, we can make a choice to repent and then follow him. One of the unchanging conditions of drawing yourself into a new form of life, or bringing yourself in, is the necessity to agree and allow the Holy Spirit to uh, bring us into this new way of life upon his conditions. When we have this hunger but the Holy Spirit, to allow the Holy Spirit to draw us into the life of God upon His own conditions. And the old man uh, rises up and says, no, you need to do something, you need to... And, and, and begins to become active. The new person says, no, you need to fulfill God's conditions, and they are able to be fulfilled. And so when we grow into the full measure of growth in Christ, we more and more uh, begin to di- dis- uh, differentiate the, the, the behavior, the thoughts of the old man from the new. As soon as you sense something, you don't give him way. As if you put, you shut him up, lock all the doors, so he has no, absolutely no way out. And as soon as he has any attempt or tries anything, you you don't give him away. And you you with time begin to realize his his behavior, how he he will act, and he becomes smaller and smaller in your eyes. And that time will come when he will be uh, thrusted out w- from within us with noise. Uh, 
because the Lord is more powerful than all of us and he will resurrect in us uh, his the stronghold of life within us and we in these last couple of years are, are beginning to understand these things more and more and he has a great desire as our apostle has taught us to do this and we also have this great desire we begin to even run ahead and we have to stop ourselves uh, we need not to run before the Lord I have a great desire for this but the Lord has his appointed time in which he will do this work because there are people who still need to uh, join and be a part of that resurrection of Christ in us the Lord upon his conditions and we receive that and we continue to receive those conditions because the Lord never ever uh, draws a person into his own life or form of life without uh, revealing his conditions uh, that need to be followed to be able to have it work he is uh, omnipresent he knows everything he sees everything and he is patient uh, and the Lord uh, has his times and he will not draw you into his form of life without revealing his conditions this is the essence of God his atmosphere and the atmosphere in which he which he in which he is present upon practice this means that to draw yourself into God's form of life a person needs to first study and fulfill his role study fulfill his role so that he can then allow God the ability to fulfill his promises we are studying our role sometimes we overstep the boundary and begin to or pass the boundary and begin to fulfill God's role and the apostle starts repeating the same thing saying not to or identifying where we're not to uh, do do things and where we're supposed to do things and so we can fulfill only our own role and then we allow the Lord to fulfill his own uh, role in the form of his promises a the role of man is so that he can uh, putting forth his own effort and his will again so that he could put forth his own effort and the effort of his will so, uh, and the effort is so that you can discipline your mind uh, into a new way of life and if a person hears about God but does not make sure to keep his mind in a new way of life uh, God leaves this person because of the will of his perverse mind and because of the perverse mind he begins to do perverse things or acts and so as when a person uh, no longer is doing the work uh, uh, then the Lord uh, leaves him because he is now doing perverse uh, with his perverse thoughts just perverse things and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge 
because they had in their heart knowledge about God. They were born again, but they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, as it says, to renew their mind so that with their mind and will make the decisions to dedicate yourself to the Lord. God gave them over to a debased mind. to do those things which are not fitting. There's not a person on earth that has not sinned. As in Scripture says, all have sinned and are, uh, and, and that means everyone's mind is perverse and not good and is not uh, able to be worked with by God. And so, by retaining God in their knowledge, they're able to change this. But as they did not retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. And there's a very large uh, list of things that these people, specifically these types of people who have not uh, retained God, they did previously and decided no longer to do so. Uh, we know the kinds of things they do uh, later. And so, to retain God in this case, that is, uh, to retain God, that's do the work, is to to take care of, to to try the taste of, to, to test, uh, to know the nature of, to understand why it is better to study the character of. And we see this also written in James 1.25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Because all that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Romans 8.14 my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, John 10, 27. And so, as uh, we had studied not long ago, that there is uh, the things uh, we, st- we talked about in the sermons, what things we don't need to uh, worry about. Uh because we, when worrying about things we're not supposed to, um, that God has not commanded, this is <clears throat> a form of disobedience, uh, unbelief, and disobedience to God's faith. This is non-discipline. And so, these. this is just a list, as you remember, of things. And so right now we are going to pray, and may the Lord's name be blessed, to Him glory. Amen. May you be blessed in your prayers. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we worship upon this place in our spirit, in the church, 
with your saints together we worship and we thank you that we have this opportunity and may your be, name be blessed in this worship and fellowship with one another so that we continue to be like-minded with one heart and with one mouth proclaim your word because you're worthy of praise and worship we thank you that you have taught us and you will continue to teach us that we continue to be within the teaching of the apostles that we continue to know get to know you and that we understand what it means to have these characteristics that belong to warriors in prayer so that be they be within us and that they grow that they are developed in us that we walk in your footsteps and that we be uh, worthy to be warriors in prayer that at every hour and any time when you give us the signal so that we rise and stand in the breach uh, according to the inspiration of your Holy Spirit we thank you that every one of us can support one another in prayer for we have this as we are one heart we are the chosen remnant in the body of Christ we thank you for these qualities of a warrior in prayer that we again and again hear about that we repeat and that we confirm within ourselves because we confirm the things which had passed and the things that are going to be as you teach us from the times of the past to the present to the future and we accept all this and we thank you for those things the Lord lives who will do these things and blessed is our protector and may our God of salvation be lifted up may the name of the Lord be blessed now and forever greater and greater I will not be afraid what can man do to me for my mine is the Lord we live for the Lord we die we die for the Lord and in the Lord as it is written precious in your sight is the death of your saints if when we die for our nation the house of our father and our destructive way of life we thank you that you are our helper when we are in time of battle we trust in you may you be lifted up you will always be in glory and over all the face of the world may your glory be may your favor be upon us may glory be to the Lord forever we thank you that we have heard your voice and you helped us hear it and we heard it from the mouth of your apostle your ins instructor your teacher our beloved brother Arkady and his wife Tamara we thank you that we support one the other and may your mercy be and may we continue to hear your word from this place more and more and may these difficult days uh, pass that we are together overcoming as a body for everything that you allow you control the situation and help come out of and overcome these situations may your mercy be upon your nation and for your people may your name be blessed we thank you that we have the desire we have a diligence we have the diligence 
the quality of it to abide in your teaching and to be called your warriors and not just be called but to be your warriors in prayer so this be one of the most important because intercession is necessary for every one of us for one another we thank you that we can be in the fundamental teaching upon which the entire building is built the elementary teaching of Jesus Christ the teaching of the baptism of laying on of the hands the resurrection of the dead and the eternal judgment that foundation upon which we stand and build and also the breastplate of judgment with the names of the sons of Jacob which symbolizes our conscience that we have cleansed our conscience from dead works and we thank you Father may your mercy be upon us as we trust only in you may you be lifted up our Lord in all works and we with all the saints that wait for you that proclaim together come O Lord Jesus for the spirit and the bridegroom say come and the one who hears will say come and the one who hungers and the one who desires may they come and drink of the water of life we thank you and we glorify you our Lord God and the Lamb and we together with one heart with one mind we always say amen when it comes to the truth about the door of our hope may the resurrection of Christ be enthroned within our bodies and everyone has the opportunity and the right to proclaim this truth and may our spirit be blessed our soul and our body we thank you that you sanctify us in fullness so that we be ready for your coming for the resurrection of Christ and in ourselves and preparation for the rapture and we know that our heart our conscience is cleansed from dead works and we have the hunger uh, in the place of our worship in our intuition to pass on this revelations the mind of Christ in the renewed mind and our soul may it be blessed as our mind will and emotions we thank you that we more and more have learned how to control our emotional feelings our uh, feelings our emotions to be able to lead these feelings as our horse of battle we thank you that we can also ignore all thoughts that we see are not uh, satisfactorily and satisfactory and that they are not uh, acceptable that we not accept them we reject them and we proclaim them not existent as existent so that we can proclaim and thank you because this is an offering of praise to proclaim the not existent as existent that you have already delivered us from our old man that he has already been bound within our body that we are dead to sin living for you and that you have have condemned him that he'll be thrusted out of our body with noise and that it's already been uh, completed in heaven and 
Within your time it shall be accomplished here on earth in each one of us. And may this work be done according to your will, according to your time. May the helpers of the Apostle also be blessed, the waters, may the leaders be blessed of the cell group groups, our husbands, wives, children. We bless all the saints, also the ones we don't know, but you know where they are, where they're located. And we thank you for those whom you predetermined you have predestined every knee shall bow before you but the wicked may they be turned to hell and the lawless support them because your judgment is just and it is honor for those who do understand your truth may the God of goodness lead us into the land of righteousness thank you that you have made us alive and we proclaim the not existent as existent because of your righteousness you have brought us out of trials and because of your mercy you have delivered us from all sorrows thank you to you and glory to you that you hear the prayer of your saints we are righteous and we are holy not because of our own deeds but because of what you have done for us upon the Golgotha cross for every one of us the Lord lives who will do this work. We walking in this body, we remember that we walking in this body, we don't war in the body but in the spirit and the armor is not that is physical but the powers of God to destroy strongholds and the intentions of Satan and any kind of arrogance that rises against the knowledge of your truth and we only bring everything into the knowledge that is of Jesus Christ. Your word is continual, it is living and working for every one of us. Hallelujah to you. We thank you that you have given us the weapons of prayer, the weapon, the armor of prayer. We pray with the Holy Spirit, with this armor, that demons are afraid of the devil is afraid of may your name be glorified hallelujah glory to God may your name be blessed may the name of the Lord be glorified as you have said we will remember always that power and authority is yours both in heaven and on earth and the Father has given authority to Christ over the heavens and earth and we are protected. We're in the body of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, the anointing is on a, upon us and the teaching is with us. We thank you for this. May our song be pleasant to you, and may the thoughts of our heart and our, the words of our mouth be pleasant to you, our stronghold and our deliverer, our, our strength, our deliverer who delivers us from many sorrows that the righteous may experience. 
You are our rock, and we trust upon you, the living rock of Israel, of warriors in prayer. You are a victorious rock, and we thank you that you are a living shield, an active shield for us, and our enemies will not overcome. We will overcome. We have already in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you place this living shield between us and our enemies, and you are the horn of our salvation, the might and the strength. You are our stronghold. The righteous run in and is safe inside of you. We called and we continue to call upon our Lord who is worthy to be praised and you have saved us from our enemies. We worship upon this place our great God, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We will also pray the prayer, Our Father. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And our manifestation. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to God our Savior who alone is wise be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever Amen